Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife. Call to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast. My name is Monica and to say that I'm glad you're listening in today would be an understatement. Thank you for taking time to tune in. I really appreciate you. Today, I want to speak to you if you are struggling a little bit with the goals that you've set, if you are even wondering, do goals really work? Why don't they work for me? Or if you're feeling, you know, a little bit discouraged about your progress, I want to speak to you and I want to give you a little bit of encouragement. You know, I am working with a writing coach right now to enhance the content that I'm creating for my blog, The Goal House, and I'll have a link for that. Always have a link for that in the show notes. But it occurred to me if I want, if I really want to reach my goal of helping 5,000 or more women enjoy the absolute greatness of achieving the goals that they've set for themselves, then I need to do my part and make sure that what I'm putting out into the world is worthy of their time and attention. And my writing coach said, listen, you write really great, but, you know, there's always a but, and I guess that's what we pay for is um, to get to the but. And she said, You have to make things so simple for your reader that they know exactly what it is that you want them to do. So today, what I want you to do, my dear listener, is just take a pause and receive this information about goal setting that comes from someone I listened to. Mm, I was 29 the first time I heard of him that I know of. Maybe I, uh, in some, no, I'm pretty sure the first time I heard of him was at the office I was working at the time at the age of 29. And his name is Earl Nightingale. Now he is a big mentor, was a big mentor for Bob Proctor, somebody else that I study a lot. And I think maybe I confuse people because I take in so much information And then I kind of put my spin on it and I spit it back out at you to listen to and hopefully take action on. But really, when I went back to the source of Bob's mentoring, his one-on-one mentoring, so he did read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, but then later on as he started to become successful in achieving the goals that he set for himself, he wanted to understand why. And so he went to work at the Nightingale Conant Corporation and literally studied at the feet of Earl Nightingale as he worked there in sales. 
So I went back and I found this audio of The Strangest Secret. The Strangest Secret is, like I said, something that has been out for decades. I believe it was first recorded maybe in the 40s. The version I listened to was recorded in 1950. So even back in the 90s when I listened to it, it already had a long shelf life. Well, since I decided to dredge it back up and listen to it again, I've probably listened to it 10 times. I made my mom listen to it this morning and she seemed to enjoy it sort of, but um, it's so good. And what Earl Nightingale was able to do in that recording and why it has stood the test of time is he was able to take something complex, something as complex as what makes a man successful and he was able to distill that down for the times that he lived in and put out a message that anyone could listen to and have an immediate set of actions to take to get from where in the world they were at the time to where they wanted to be. And it has stood the test of time. Like I said, I've listened to it multiple times. And some of the things that he talks about in the recording could have been things that were said to be true in today's world, in the 2020s. So 70 years or more is a long time for something to have been around to still be so relevant. So the one action, if you take nothing away from today's podcast that I would like you to take, if you are still struggling to reach your goals, is to click on the link in the podcast, which will take you to the recording from Earl Nightingale of The Strangest Secret. You will be so glad that you did. A few pearls that I pulled out of it for you just to kind of tease you into being interested enough to go and listen. Uh, He talks about having studied a group of 100 men. And at that time, of those 100 men, one was rich. Four were financially independent. Five were still working. Now, this is at the age of 65 and 54 were broke. These men at the were studied from the age of 25 and at that time he says they all had a sparkle in their eye and they knew what they wanted and they were ready to go after it. They all had ambition for making the most of their life. Fast forward 40 years and those are the statistics of them. One was rich, four were financially independent, five were still working and 54 were broke. He doesn't mention the others that don't fall into those numbers, but you get the idea. He says 5% of those men were considered successful based upon the outcomes of their life. And then he goes on to define success. And this is a time-tested definition of success. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Some say a worthy goal, which is how I like to think of success. He goes on to say that people with goals succeed because they know where they're going. And he talks at length about mindset and the way he frames it is like this. We become what we think about most often. Uh, He quotes the Bible, all things are possible to him who believes. 
he talks about the fact that as ye sow, so shall you reap. So if you sow a lot of negativity or pessimism, you will reap negativity and pessimism. If you sow optimism and positivity, you will reap optimism and positivity. It's the way God set up the world. He talked about a farmer having a fertile ground. And he said to think about the ground as though it is your mind. The farmer has a choice. He can plant a, a, a fruit-bearing plant or he can plant a nightshade, which is poisonous. And he said the, the farm, farmer plants both side by side, a fruit-bearing plant and a poisonous nightshade. And the ground doesn't it doesn't discriminate against them. It produces both poisonous plants and fruit-bearing plants. So he just uses that analogy to point out the utmost importance of being in control, of taking control of what you allow to be planted in your mind. Again, this goes back 70-something years, so it's... It is time-tested and true. He also talks about the fact, and I, I believe this to be true. In our society, we put a low value on things that are free, sometimes no value. So even podcasts and videos that are out in the universe and, and books that you can uh, access, if you don't have to pay something for the information, then a lot of times it has no value for you. But if you do have to pay something for it, then a lot of times you want to get your money's worth out of it. And he talks about how ironic that is because everything in life that is truly worthwhile is free. And if you think about it, love is free. Your mind is free and the five senses that you were blessed with are free. So these things, your family more or less is free, but um, they're priceless. So it was, it's just a, it's kind of an odd circumstance that the way our psyche is, if we don't actually have to pay a price for something, we don't have value in it. So then he goes on to say, there is a price to pay for success. There is a price to pay for pursuing that worthy ideal. And he says, this, this, this is it. There's five things he mentions. First of all, he says, when you are paying the price to get to the goal that you have set for yourself, you become what you think about. Uh, you use your imagination. You deploy your courage and your commitment to concentrate daily on your goal. You save 10% of every dollar that you earn and you take action. You expend effort on your ideas. These are the things that you actually pay as you go about getting your goal. And he talks about the importance of having a clearly defined goal. There's nothing new under the sun there, ladies. This is something we talk about all the time. He talks about how important it is to write it down. In fact, 70 something years ago, he was instructing his listeners to write the goal clearly on a card and carry it with them. And he took it a step further and said, flip that card over and write the verse from the Bible on it that says, ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find, knock and it will be opened. 
put that on the other side to remind you every time that you read or touch your goal card that this is the way the Lord has it set up for us. So again, if you find yourself kind of struggling with the goals that you've set for yourself, or if you don't even have a clearly defined goal for yourself, know that number one, you're not alone. Much of the population here in the United States does not have a goal. Not a lot has changed since he did that study of men from the ages of 25 to 65, where only 5% of them could be deemed successful by the world's standards. But that's not the way my listeners, that's not the way you want to live your life. No, 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 no. You want to experience all that God has for you. But to do that, again, there's a price to pay and you've got to be willing to pay the price. And the first part of that is to decide, make a committed decision on what it is that you really want, write it down, and then start paying the price to get it. It'll be so worth it. But you know, it's never about what you get when you, when you go after a goal. No, it's who you become. And who you become, according to this information from Earl Nightingale, and according to me, <laughs> is that you become successful when you are daily in pursuit of a worthy ideal or goal. That's what I want for you. And that's what I want for myself and everybody that I know and love. So do me a favor today, click on the link. If you don't want to click on the link in the podcast, I will have it up in a blog on my Goal House blog. So you'll be able to just read my thoughts and then click on the link and listen to this awesome, awesome recording by Earl Nightingale, The Strangest Secret. You'll be so glad that you did. I promise you will thank me. In fact, you'll want to write to me and tell me how much you enjoyed listening to that. And you know you can do that at monica at sharedgoalsconsulting.com. Ladies, I pray that you will have found this message to be just what was needed for you today. And I pray that you would feel compelled to share it with your friends and your family and your loved ones. We can make this simple. It is simple. God has set it up to be simple. We just have to be faithful and do the work. And I pray today that we all will be faithful and get to work. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's it for today, ladies. Go out and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.